Welcome back to From the Podium. It's the show where we feature all of the daily press conferences from before and after practice, all rolled into one podcast. I'm Jason Gibbs. On today's show, after a few days away, we'll hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, running backs coach and run game coordinator Stump Mitchell, cornerback coach Brandon Lynch, running back Jerome Ford, and safety Rodney McLeod. First up, head coach Kevin Stefanski talked to the media before day nine of practice the team's first after its win over the Jets in the Hall of Fame game Thursday night. How's Greg Newsom doing? Yeah, better, progressing. Uh, I'd say he's day-to-day, not not ready just yet. Kevin, we talked to Stump earlier, and he mentioned Nick playing more on third down this year than he has in the past because Kareem's not here. Um, just how comfortable are you with Nick and everything that comes with third down, the pass protection, catching the ball? Yeah, that. Nick certainly can do it all. I think that's he's shown that over the course of his career. He's been out there on third downs for us. Uh, we'll work through that. Uh, it could be Nick out there. It could be Jerome. You know, could be a variety of different guys, but it's really dependent on the game plan. Now, having said that, you're always comfortable with Nick. I mean, he, he knows who to block, how to block him, what routes to run. He can catch. So uh, he's certainly somebody we can use. Because the time you see Jerome being that first, second, third round back to give him a break. I do. Yeah, I, I think Jerome uh, has that ability as well. I think he can play on any down, uh, including third down. Uh, so that, that's the hard for us to just work through how that rotation uh, ends up going. I don't, I don't know that we know exactly how it's going to be just yet, but it, it's something that we're confident in both guys for sure. We didn't see Jerome get a, a lot of carries last year, but when you saw him in the kickoff game, did you yeah. see some things that kind of showed you this guy can get back to back? Yeah, you know, I think we saw a lot of him in the preseason and obviously did a lot of work on him coming out, but we saw a guy with great vision, good speed, good contact balance. And then remember, he went back there and returned kicks for the first time I think in his life, uh, you know, I remember talking to him in the line one time saying, hey, do you have any kick return uh, experience? And he hadn't. So for him to take that, a lot of those uh, traits that make you a good running back also make you a good returner. So uh, I, I think he has some confidence built in from that. Uh, and then again, we'll work through it, uh, what his role ends up being for us. But as you guys know, and as I've told the players, you really you carve out your own role based on what you can uh, give to the team. And then would you be comfortable? Sorry, would you be comfortable with him still returning? Yeah, I think we'll see. Uh, good question. I, th- I think that's where Bubba and I are working through all the different options we have, all the different combinations we have. How much different quarterback plan for Friday yet? I do. I'm not ready to share it just yet, but uh, we have a plan, and I'll let you guys know in the next couple days. Yeah, because because of the how much difference have you tried to Jerome from last year to this year? In what ways? Yeah, I think a much more confident football player, which I think you could probably say of every second year guy that we have. Uh, very, very uh, confident in, in, in knowing what to do. I think for rookies, particularly rookie running backs, uh, pass protection is a challenge because there's a lot of rules that go into it. There's a lot of different things that, that you need to do. Uh, but he's very comfortable from a mental standpoint uh, right now. Because the, you know, the expectation is you're going to be able to do more in the passing game than maybe in previous years, and you're not going to have to solely rely on the, the run game to kind of carry things. Is that what maybe is a can allow you guys to use Nick more in third down situations because he's going to be fresher? I wouldn't say it that, that way, uh, but I, I just think, honestly, with Nick, we've talked about this before, he, he can help you in a variety of ways. Uh, you know, I think we've had a, a, a good rotation for him at times uh, throughout the last few years. We'll, we'll continue to see if that's where we want to go. Rodney said he played mostly in the post until last year. He's down in the box a bunch. So, how does that versatility help you, especially 
when you go with that three safety package? Yeah, I think Rodney, it's, it's nice to have smart football players and, and versatile football players. Uh, Rodney's a guy that, that can line up inside and outside, deep and, and short. So I think that's the part for our defense and our defensive staff to put together packages where he can help us. Uh, like you mentioned, he, he has experience doing both. Uh, and it'll be a little bit of what all, the rest of our guys do well. You know, you're trying to maximize the talents of everybody. And then sometimes it's, you're just making sure that uh, you can do both. It really helps you from a uh, uh, flexibility standpoint as a defense. I do. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the other thing to remember in, the, in that game, uh, the Hall of Fame game is, is that first one where you're maybe uh, it's first time for those guys full speed covering kicks. So you're learning a lot. Those players are learning a lot in those reps. I think that will continue to get better. Yeah, I just that's who he is. Uh, the, you know, I didn't know Rodney prior to bringing him in on a visit and, and talking with him. But visiting with him, I think you see a pro's pro, a guy who stayed in this league for a, for a reason. Uh, he, he takes care of his body. He makes sure he, he's where he's supposed to be. I think there's no we can't put a dollar uh, amount on the value that, that provides to your football team. Kevin, a lot of your offensive, especially gun run stuff, was a lot of pin and pull, but there was a lot more inside zone on Thursday night. Can you talk a little bit about why that shift happened and how it opens up the playbook moving forward? Yeah, a lot of things we tried to do in that game were just stuff that we wanted to get practice reps on. Uh, we tried to break the record of number of screens thrown in the game. Uh, just because it's hard to practice that versus your defense uh, right now because uh, the, the rush isn't the same. So we want to do that. We want to get crack tosses on tape. So it, it's I wouldn't read into it much more than just trying to get things on tape that, that we want to uh, work on in, in that type of setting. Kevin, a couple, two questions about this. One is Tyrone's Wheatley expected back in the field today. And two, the, that, the backup tackle spots, you, how much how much has your feelings kind of changed toward them, you know, over the last, last few days? Yeah, I think Wheat is back out there today. Uh, again, I think it's really early in camp to, to make – uh, proclamations, if you will, on, on every roster spot and how deep you are, those type of things. I think uh, we'll continue to work and, and let those uh, roster moves and all uh, the shaking out, we got to let that occur over the next few weeks of games and practices. What are you emphasizing in practice today? Uh, and, you know, what do you really feel like the fans are going to see? And what yeah, it's, uh, we're still in installation, so we're just getting out of our installation on offense, defense, and special teams. So Jim's putting in new blitzes. We're putting in new uh, – couple new runs, passes, those type of things. We'll continue to do red zone work and, and third and fourth down work. We'll do a no huddle period at the end of practice today. Uh, but it, it's it's a really trying to hone in on, on all the situational football things that you're about to see. And and again, that, that first Hall of Fame game comes at you fast. You, we hadn't really covered a ton of short yardage and, and you're in third and one and you hadn't covered certain elements of the game that come up. Uh, you know, we're in a four-minute drive, if you will, at the end of that, at that game. So just continuing to teach uh, and make sure that we're not skipping any steps. On the subject of teaching, you know, obviously Thursday night was pretty positive for DTR. But just having gone back and looking at things and just maybe one or two, what are maybe one or two uh, coaching things that you, you, you pointed out to him that, you know, he can refine? Yeah, I think it's a lot. I think there's no shortage of things, Daryl. I think uh, there, there were run game checks that he can be better at. There was some uh, past decisions that he can be better at. 
and it's all things that he's just going to learn from. Uh, I, I, you know, we talk so often about it's okay to make mistakes. Don't don't make the same mistake twice. He, he's the type of kid that he'll make a mistake, you'll get it corrected, and, and you don't see that showing up again. Kevin, I was talking to Pat and Jim Miller behind you. He just came back from the pro. He said the Steelers tackle to the ground every day. Mm -hmm. I know that's unusual, mm -hmm. but why, why do you think it's not necessary? Well, honestly, Tony, I think every team and every head coach has to do what they think is best for their team. Uh, we don't concern ourselves with what everybody else is doing. We just focus on what we think uh, we need to do to get our team ready to play you know, September 10th for a 20-plus game season. James Graham was someone that I know you guys were thinking about you know, this year, um, and Greg now being you know, just a little day-to-day -day with this work. Do you have enough going on in terms of who you can use in a slot? We do, yeah. And, and again, I think, Mary Kay, that's, it's a blessing in disguise in some ways when you get injuries like this because you get to get some guys reps that they weren't getting. You get to use different guys in there, see if it, if it fits them. So all things that we're working through. Good? Okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Next up, running back coach Stump Mitchell tells us how he felt the running backs did in the Hall of Fame game and what he expects from Demetric Felton this season. Guys competing hard, uh, focusing on what we got to do, and seeing their athletic ability. What were you able to see from that uh, first preseason meeting? Well, from uh, well, Jerome and Nick, of course, didn't play, but from uh, John Kelly, things that he's been displaying all, all since he's been here: ability to run the ball, ability to catch the ball, make plays. Same thing from Demetric Felton. Uh, had an opportunity to sell in as a running back, showed his ability to, to make plays, and Hassan Hall as well. But, they, they did what they were supposed to do. First preseason game, we were kind of like uh, in a match where we're not going to blitz, you know, a whole lot. So both teams were on that same phase. We didn't get a chance to see them pick up, but we have in training camp. How much has Jerome, in what ways has Jerome improved from this point last year? I would say just an understanding of the offense, improve as a person in terms of being a better teammate. And also, uh, we know what he did with special teams in terms of kickoffs. Hopefully, he'll still have an opportunity to do that and, and prove he can be even better at it. Do you think he can catch the ball out of the backfield? You've seen enough of that. We haven't seen it again. Jerome. Oh, absolutely. All the backs can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, you haven't seen as much uh, from Nick as you have, uh, but you will see more uh, this, this upcoming season. That's exactly right, Erica. He was always good at it, never got the opportunity. Uh, I, I think Nick may have dropped last year one ball, uh, but he, he's good in everything that he does, and he, he always tries to work on all the traits that, that he does well, and if he's slacking in one, he tried to work to improve in that as well. No, I mean, it was a screen pass that he actually dropped, you know, and, and he's been great in screens. Uh, any receiver, if they're not focusing on the ball, uh, because they they know they have good hands, they have a tendency every now and then to, uh, to turn away before they actually tuck the ball, and as a result, usually it ends up in a drop. Stump, it looked like uh, Felton feels more natural in the backfield than he did in the slot, doing what he was doing last year. Do you... See that? 
I see the fact that so far this training camp, he has not had to go into the receiver's room. So he's not uh, fluctuating mentally where he's supposed to be. Now, I'm constantly drilling him in on the plays of the receivers because if something was to, to happen to one of those guys, he needs to be able to go in and play. We don't need to be able to wait until the next week to say, now you got to play. He needs to be able to go in and play right right away. Now, the question about him, I would think, in the backfield, is, is he too light? Can he, can he compete in real games at that position? Absolutely he can. I mean, he, we're not asking him to be a starter. We're asking him to be a, a part-time player for the most part. But to be successful uh, on special teams, he's, he's got to be special on special teams in order to make this make this ball club. He can he can do things as a running back and as a receiver. So uh, he's got to focus in primarily on special teams. And if given an opportunity, uh, he'll be successful as a running back. Stump, I know last year, like you talked about Demetrik, and you talked about Demetrik and his versatility being like one of his strengths with being able to play either position. But just coming back into that room and how he how has he handled that transition mentally and all those sort of things? Oh, that's that's not an issue for him. Uh, the biggest thing is going to be in protection and you know we're not going to ask him to do that a whole heck of a lot but when given the opportunity when it presents itself he's got to be able to do it um being the run game coordinator also can you talk about the transition to this kind of shotgun and pistol running game well we ran shotgun last year well we've we've always ran shotgun so that's not a big deal and pistol is it's, it's not a big deal. We're still running the same plays for the most part, uh, and the backs can adjust to whatever position that they're so in. Do the wide zone out of that? Yes, yes, we do. And, and you think Chubb uh, had to learn proper footwork and spacing out of that? No, he's been doing that uh, ever since I got here, four years. So uh, that's that's not a big deal for him. Why is it that historically running games have suffered out of the shotgun, and now they don't seem to? Well, I, I think it's probably more due to the back than anything else. Sometimes these guys are impatient. Uh, they start cutting before they should, and they don't allow any of the interior linemen or the tight ends to be able to get on their block. So we, we've been working constantly uh, on pressing our run tracks. You know, I really don't want to want to speak on Kareem. Uh, I I rather focus in on the backs that we have here. I don't. Everybody watch film. I don't know how how they evaluate people. You know, but I think the guys we have here right now are doing pretty good. Still another off season where we see Nick like squatting six hundred pounds back at home before he gets here, and I guess just the work he's willing to put in, like with that and getting better in the past game, even though he's in your like, veteran now in this position. What does that say about him? Uh, he's never taken anything for granted. I mean, he's always going back uh, to his high school. That's where he's working out. Uh, he has an impact on those young men, and he still gets his work in. So uh, we're, we're pleased with where he's at, and he's constantly, uh, you know, working to, to maintain and be one of the top backs in the league. You mentioned patience. Is that one of Chubb's attributes? That sometimes he's not as patient. Uh, in the gun as he is from the dot or from the home position. But but uh, that's something we're working on. And he's got to be patient out of gun. Absolutely. Some you mentioned that Nick Chubb just maybe didn't get those opportunities to be a pass catcher in, in his role. But when he is doing that, obviously he does what he's asked a lot. That's kind of the attitude you guys have given him. 
more of that work in training camp and having that potential to maybe take that role on? Well, he's got more work in training camp at that role because we don't have Kareem, which I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> so now Nick is in there on third down as well. So, uh, yes, he, he's had an opportunity to, to run more of those routes. Even though he did it during training camp uh, the past three or four years, he just he was not that guy, you know, un, unless he had to be. But is that something that could maybe translate to the season with, with no Kareem Hunt being here if that continues, right? Then is that something Nick Chubb would do in a regular season? Oh, absolutely. And he did it some during the regular season the past couple of years uh, if Kareem was hurt. But uh, now he's going to be their first, second, and third down guy uh, when he's tired or when coach wants to substitute Jerome in. Jerome will go in as that one, two, three down back. What made you guys so confident, you know, since Jerome hasn't been able to, to get any rough shed in the What makes you feel like this is going to continue really good? Well, we're on his butt about it. Uh, he's taken uh, into, he's bought into wanting to be that guy, so... You know, these guys are working extremely hard. They know if they do their job, it will allow everybody else to do their job. How does he, how does he compliment Jerome, compliment Nick in the way they run? Well, they both are fast. They both are uh, explosive. Nick probably has a little more power than, than Jerome does. But, uh, you know, they. I, I would hope uh, Jerome would try to uh, match the stats that, that Nick can put up. A year ago, almost in the same spot on the same day, you were very high on Jerome as a rookie coming in. Is he, how different is he now? Where's his growth been? I've, I think his growth has been just in having confidence uh, in himself, uh, getting along better with with his teammates. That's a that's a huge thing, and understanding that there's the things that comes uh, with a rookie that he really didn't accept last year. Well, he's still a rookie for nine games, so. Uh, he's going to do some of those things that he didn't do last year. Stump, last year you guys ran inside so zone last one, maybe guys. about 27 to 30 times, but it looked like you guys maybe hit that number 15 times on Thursday night. Can you talk about the transition for running backs of switching up their landmarks, their track a little bit to, to more inside zone, especially out of gun, than they were used to last year? Well, of course, inside zone we're much tighter. We're focusing on the guards, whereas in outside zone you're wider. You're focusing either on the uh, tight ends or the ghost tight end. The last one has about uh, how much running back touches can wear on a guy and how they can they can make you kind of wear down on the season. With him taking more passes now, are you worried about managing the number of touches he has? Are you worried about uh, how long, how it might wear on him over the course of the season? Not at all. We got a regen room here. Nick does everything he's supposed to do in order to take care of his body. We're we're looking forward to it. Cornerback coach Brandon Lynch is up next. B. Lynch talked about the versatility the Browns have in that cornerback room and what he's seen from rookie Cameron Mitchell thus far. How do you think man-to-man coverage plays to the strengths of, of especially your top three, Denzel, Greg, and uh, Mark? Chris, that's a great question. You know, we talk about being the tip of the spear. Yeah. So, like, the room has been built with press in mind first our speed, length, and athleticism, and that's across the board on all of our guys in the room. We're extremely competitive, so us getting to work, keeping the focus on it, it's really going to help our team. Excuse me? Well, 
Absolutely. And, and, and really, that's one of like Coach Schwartz's biggest things. With our toughness, our effort, and our passion, we're really working to like keep stacking days as Coach Stefanski has really like illustrated for our team. And our guys really have that internal camaraderie amongst each other. Who's been working out uh, nickel uh, like second team? Mitchell, number one guy down You know what? It's really like by committee. You know, we value versatility, like we've said a lot organizationally. So from Denzel to, to Cameron, also to Mike Ford, have really been like doing a really good job in there. So uh, Emerson doesn't go there? Uh, you know, if the matchup requires that, we'll definitely put a tough guy in there. You know what? He, he tip of the spear. You know, he's a young man that when we talk about toughness, he really embodies that and really encourages our room to really put that at the forefront. So, like when we're in the red zone period, as Miss Mary, you know, really asked us about, that's really a big thing that really gets our group going. A year ago, he had that pick six in the uh, first Jackson. Was it Jackson? Yeah. Yes, sir. Did you see a different? Did, did that just propel him to the kind of year he ended up having? technique and fundamentals like he's a young guy like we always are going to put the focus on the work but he's a young guy he's a come in early stay late guy so with his technique and fundamentals like you really see his development over time but the, the confidence he got from that game did that have an effect absolutely but i would want to say before the game just his daily habits really help him propel in that game what do you see what do you see out of cam mitchell great toughness you know and again like he's a start player for us in every imagine of the word. You know, he's very instinctive. He's very aware. He's a young guy that has very good ball production, and he's a young guy that's going to help us inside and out. Talking about the confidence, did you see it grow after the take it to Sean and then the fourth down play you made Thursday night? You know, much like Emerson, you know, like he's really put the focus on the work. Like he's building daily habits, and he's really stacking them daily. So when he's coming out in the film room, as well as out here on the grass, he keeps moving forward. When you said he's a start Mentality. No, sir. For us, organizationally, he's a smart, tough, accountable, resilient team guy. Oh, that's what starts things. Yes, sir. Okay. Seems like Greg, um, Greg came into camp with a lot of energy and a great attitude and new number and just sort of ready for a fresh start and a new beginning. What, what have you seen from Greg? Sure. You know, we put an emphasis, an emphasis on that as a defense. And, you know, positive energy is always the best energy. And with us being the tip of the spear for our defense, it's really good to see him leading the charge in that. Now, I know um, Rodney's not exactly in your room, but I know you guys are around him and you see him. What kind of impact have you seen him have on the secondary as a whole? Sure. Leadership. You know, he's a young guy that he has a lot of reps on task. So when we're talking about stacking days, fortunately, we have somebody in the room that he's done that at a high level. And any time that you have a guy that's won a Super Bowl but has really good work habits in the classroom and outside, it just leaks over to the whole group. With, with Denzel, um, you know, we've seen him move inside a little bit. What makes him when you guys He has all of the tools, you know. And when you ask about Denzel, he has a rare blend of press, speed, length, athleticism, and he's really sticky with his ball production. Oh, 
Absolutely. It gets us excited as an organization and defensively. Whenever you can have a guy that's sticky in coverage, a guy who is very competitive, that allows our pass rushers to get one more second closer to the ball, and that allows us to do the most important thing, and that's to take the ball away for our defense. Position flex. And when I say position flex, situationally, it allows us to have really, really good matchups. And we talk about premium matchups. And something over the years, we've done a really good job competing and really emphasizing us being the tip of the spear with it. So I know there are some situations that you and Schwartz will want three safeties as opposed to three. Some situations you'll want the dime to three safeties on the field. Sure. Some three cornerbacks. But Emerson's kind of in between, isn't it? Uh, big enough to Yes, sir. And again, the, the number one thing on our defense that we want to emphasize is toughness. And that's something that he gives us across the board, both, both on the third level and as a second level player. Can you talk about the value of having maybe a true post safety that's been missing in the room for, for in previous years and kind of how that takes the pressure off your corners? Sure, range. And with us really putting a premium on communication, making the complex simple, having a guy that has range from red line to red line, allowing guys to get aligned up, it keeps everybody chill, as we say in the defensive room. What goes into that decision whether to have the nickel corner or the third safety? Why do, what goes into the decision to either have that nickel corner or a third safety on a given play, a given package? Sure, situational matchups. You know, we're, we're really big on winning matchups and winning the situation. So if we have premium matchups, as far as with it being a safety on a tight end or with it being more of a passing guy, we'll go ahead and we'll apply to such. Martin talked about like in the system removing like if then statements sure. for the defense. Like, have you seen them kind of latch on to that? I don't know if simplification is the right word, but just kind of knowing where they're supposed to be without having to deal with that sort of. Yes, ma'am. That allows our playmakers to like play fast. We talk a lot about having removing the seat belts, not having any handcuffs. So that way we can process fast and we can execute. With, with Martin, with his size, how, how important is it to have all those different body types? Sure, premium matchups. So that's I know like a big question is who's going to be in the slot. So having that arraignment of guys like you're saying that have different position flex of length different situational flex with their athleticism. It allows us to match up all of our guys to win situational. After the coaches, time for the players. Running back Jerome Ford talking on the improvements he sees in himself from last year to this year and what he's learned from running back Nick Chubb. Jerome, second year for you now. How's it different so far? Um, I know a lot more. Uh, it's different when you're first coming in and getting the hang of everything, uh, meeting new people. I mean, you're still meeting new people, but you know, you know the system a little bit better. You know the schedule's a little bit better. You know what to expect every day. Does that make it make for better practices for you, with your mind a little bit? I think so. I think uh, that first year when you were just coming into the NFL, you know, the outside stuff, like, you know, just being able to start getting paid and that kind of stuff and uh, just maturing and take it, having the time to be like, okay, uh, that's done with. I'm used to it now. And I think I think so. I think it helped a lot. I think it's big shoes to fill. Um, Kareem obviously did great for us, and he's, he's still a great running back, uh, one of the 
great running backs on the, uh, in the free agency right now. But, yeah, like you said, big shoes to fill for sure. You didn't get uh, hardly any running attempts, understandably, last year with three guys ahead of you. So how anxious are you to show everybody that you're a running back? Uh, very anxious. Um, uh, just still learning behind Chubb, and you know when the time comes, and if and, you know I'm put into the game, I, I plan on show everybody what I can do. Yeah. Well, just to follow up on that question, kind of knowing what you were able to do in the return game last year, even though you didn't get touches, like how much confidence did that help build for you as a rookie? It helped a lot. It helped me get a feel for the speed of the game, and uh, you know getting tackled by big dudes. And, you know, like, uh, that's pretty much the top of the top. So it helped a lot. What is the, what is the big thing you've learned from, from Nick, you know, just being around him the last year or so? Uh, how to be a pro. Uh, Nick does 90, well, I say 100% everything, right? Meetings on time. Uh, pretty much Nick told me he ain't been fine since, or late to a meeting since he's been in the NFL. So, you know, taking notes in every, every meeting. Uh, if you watch practice, you'll see him burst 25 yards, sometimes all the way to the end zone, even though we on a 20-yard line. Like, you know, bursting to the end zone, finishing every play. Uh, he pretty much still teaching us how to be pros. You gonna, him gonna try squatting 600 like he does? <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm gonna leave that to Nick. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna ask, what do you think when you see those videos of him in the offseason just putting in that kind of work? It's, you know, I don't know how, I, I don't know how long he's been in the league, but you know, to be able to do that this far into it, it's like, man, like, that's a lot to, like, I'm not going to say try to keep up with, but it's a lot to be like, you know, that's where I want to be able to say I'm that far along later in my life and I'm able to still do those kind of things. Just talking about your receiving ability attracted you to the Browns. You drafted by them. What kind of running back do you see yourself uh, pretty much whatever the team need me to be. They need me to catch the ball out of the backfield, I'll do that. They need me to run the ball, I'll do that too. Given that you didn't have that many rushing attempts last year during the regular season, do you feel like this preseason is really important for you to get those reps under your belt? Uh, I'm, I think so, yeah. Uh, for the most part, though, I'm going to leave that up to Coach Stefanski uh, with the whole preseason thing. We see you in practice yeah, pass protection and knowing what I'm supposed to do in pass protection and uh, the routes, you know, learning the offense. So, yeah, like getting more comfortable in pass pro. That's one thing that I uh, try to get better at this offseason. And uh, also knowing the playbook so that I'm not confused. You feel like you're ready to seize the uh, I think so. I think, you know, training camp would be a big help, you know, going through the practices, learning, getting stuff live, speed, and pads against our defense, and, you know, whoever else. Uh, I think that'll be big and continue to help me move forward for the season. We see you have two more. You're breaking free, getting out in the open field and stuff like that. Just in your second year, how would you describe your, your field position? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I feel like. You can always be better, so I feel like I can also get better in that area. Um, I don't think you, I don't think you ever, I guess you can say, arrive at something. I feel like you can always get better at it, so I feel like it's something I can get better at. Did you grow to like the pick return job? Uh, yeah, I did grow to like it. I liked it a lot. It was something to get me on the field, but and something also to help the team. But uh, yeah, I think I liked it a lot. 
And uh, I, I hadn't done it since I was in high school. I didn't return kicks in um, college. So, yeah, I think it was it was fun to do. Do you keep hearing that, that Nick is going to be catching the ball off the backfield more this season? Uh, so I'm just wondering, uh, you know, I kind of thought that was going to be a little bit more of your role, sort of the role. Does that, when you know that or hear that, does that make you want to even prove it more out here that, you know, that you're the right guy for that job? Uh, I, you could say that, but um, Nick does catch the ball out of the backfield really well. Uh, I don't think there's nothing Nick can't do, but like you said, yeah, uh, I, I I would like to show that I could do that too, but you know. Yeah. Finally today, new Brown safety Rodney McLeod talks about the chemistry the defense is building, how the guys are picking up Jim Schwartz's defense, and what it's like to play here in the CLE. How do you uh, how do you think the guys are picking up Schwartz's system? I think guys are picking it up the system very uh, very well. Uh, I think uh, we're right where we need to be. Uh, of course, you know, camp is about uh, continuing to get better each and every day, uh, and guys are obviously uh, locked in. Um, and so things are starting to, you know, come together. More plays are starting to be made, um, and that has a lot to do with guys now having more familiarity with the scheme. They're not necessarily thinking about, okay, where do I necessarily have to line up? They're thinking about, okay, you know, what's the offense doing? How do I put myself in position to make plays? And so it's good to see right now at this point in camp. So you, you've been through this before with, with new players picking up Schwartz's scheme. Are they right on track? Are they ahead, behind? No, we're right, we're right where we need to be. Uh, I think we're all feeling good. Uh, it's not perfect, uh, but that's what camp is for. Uh, and as long as you see improvement each and every day, and like I said, uh, we've been able to make a lot more plays uh, over the course of this week, which is which has been good to see. Because he's, his defense is so so much predicated on like assignment football, you take care of your man, the other ten guys take care of their man, and, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of additional thinking or analysis that you have to do in the middle of a play. How much does that free you guys up to just go out and play? Yeah, I think it's very helpful uh, when you have a, a coordinator like Jim that understands uh, how to bring a level of calmness to his players. Uh, and, you know, not necessarily, I would say, keep things, keep things simple, but simple enough where, like you said, guys understand their assignment. They can play at a, at a fast pace and they can play at a high level. Um, and it's, you know, it, it works in our favor, especially with the guys that we have on this defense. Uh, it's a very talented back end, um, you know, mixed in with the front. So uh, it works, it meshes well, um, and been seeing a lot of productivity from a lot of guys so far. I know when you talk in mini camp, you said that Jim cares so much about his players. How does that kind of come through in the way you go? Uh, every day, uh, you know, whether, you know, it's, it's him, you know, loving you up or whether that's him coaching you uh, to be the best player, to get the most out of the player. Um, I think guys are starting to understand who Jim actually is um, and that at the end of the day, it's just all about uh, winning and, you know, wanting to see the best um, for his players. And so uh, guys have very uh, have been able to respond well. You know, he, he challenged you at all fronts. He, a lot of it is, is all based on a mindset. How are you going to respond to it? Uh, because that's what life is about. That's what, you know, the game is about. Right, and so uh, it's good to see guys respond in the right way, uh, especially this past weekend, being able to go out there, put things on tape for the younger guys, uh, seeing them all come together, uh, pull out a win, um, and do it in the, in the manner that we did was uh, was good to see. Do you think it takes a while for guys to get used to that? Just his style, right? I think it might be abrasive, could be abrasive to some people. Yeah, uh, I think you know he's very you know demonstrative. 
uh, he, he holds guys accountable at all costs. Um, he's not going to tolerate any nonsense. Uh, and so, you know, if, you know, if you're not familiar, uh, you can think, um, you know, you, you could think, you know, I guess the fact that he, you know, could be doing it out of ill intent. Uh, but in actuality, you know, for Jim, it's all it's all part of his plan and his process. Going back to the game, we saw you guys, um, you know, even the non, you know, people that weren't dressed run all the way down for the claim, game clinching interception. Um, how important is that camaraderie? Um, and do you guys feel like you're starting to get into um, a rhythm and starting to come together a little bit as a defense? Yeah, you're seeing the chemistry uh, nonstop, and I think that had a lot to do with us going out to Greenbrier, uh, taking that time away uh, from our, our day-to-day lives, uh, and being able to just connect, uh, build with one another, uh, and really just focus on ball. Uh, but more importantly, uh, you know. We're going to need everybody on our team, whether it's our starters down to, you know, our third string guys. Um, and there are no weak links here. And so we hold everybody to the same standard. Uh, but more importantly, we're pulling and rooting for each each and every, um, you know, one of us. Um, and that's when you really see the true making of a team. You know, guys who are selfless, uh, who cheer for one another, uh, regardless of us uh, competing at a high level, um, all looking to play. Uh, we all have a great level of respect for one another, and uh, at the end of the day, we are one. I mean, how much of this defense do we actually see in the preseason? Because I know it's usually kind of pretty simple for yeah. So, like, like, how much of this defense do we see? How much more is there? Oh, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot that you're not going to see, uh, but, you know, for we still have to get our work done, right? You still have to um, work on uh, executing, work on communication. Uh, work on technique, and so you know Jim has a great plan and how he's going to do that. Um, uh, he's done it long enough, right? Uh, and so all I, I think this first game, you just wanted to see guys go out, line up, play fast, uh, know their assignments well, and just let it just let it all you know hang out. So a lot of those guys first time, so uh, it was good to see them execute at a high level. Uh, I think we had mental many mental errors, especially in the back end. So that was good to see and pay dividend for us. Uh, I mean, it, it's all predicated on on uh, on Jim and obviously our opponent. Uh, I think he feels very good about all three of us being able to uh, be out there um, all at the same time. Uh, we all bring something different. I think we're all talented. We're all here for a reason. So all equally contributors in this defense. So be very interesting to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we'll just see how it plays out. I know you have the versatility to play at the line or deep. Do you have a preference? Like, is there something you like doing more than something else? Nah, uh, really just, you know, line me up wherever. Uh, I'm going to get the job done. But uh, last year was my first time I really took on a role in playing down in the box and uh, put up some of my best numbers. So uh, just really here to, to do whatever is needed for the team, to be honest. Uh, I like being down more in the box. There's a lot more action, of course, uh, I would say. But, of course, I live majority of my career in the post. So whatever the team needs, I'm willing to do. Those young guys competing for that, you know, those last spots, Uh, a willingness to just work, uh, come to work every day with the hard hat on, uh, with the two boss by their side, and, and willing to, to listen, to take coaching, um, and go out there and, and, and put forth their best effort. Um, and, 
you know, it's, it's incredible just to see how much they've grown from OTAs to now. Uh, Bubba being able to close that game out for us. T's T-Mag about not finishing uh, and having, having probably some of the worst hands, but uh, he said he's going to make up for it. But no, it, it's good just to see those guys, you know, really be able to showcase their abilities, uh, put it on tape, man. You, your tape is your resume. And so I was proud to watch them on the sidelines to see what they're able to do. And I know they're going to continue to do more of that uh, this upcoming camp. Because you're so versed in gym schemes, I think you said you guys you can drop some knowledge on your teammates. So, like, are there specific things you can point to that says I told this guy this about the defense and he was able to pick that up right away? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily one moment. Uh, I try to just get him as much game as I can. Uh, being in the scheme for so long, being around the league for a substantial amount of time, all of it is beneficial, all of it is helpful. Uh, so whether it's in the film room or a quick correction on the field, always just looking to be an additional set of eyes out there for the guys. And uh, like I said, man, we're all here to um, because we need everybody. And so the quicker we can get everybody up to, you know, the speed, um, whether it's the playbook or just knowledge of the game, it only makes us that much better. Yeah, uh, and you're seeing glimpses of that every single practice. You know, it's not just you, you can't just focus on one guy anymore. You know, you have to now look to the other side and Z, or you know, coming behind him is O, and then you have you know DT in the middle, Jordan, all those guys. So uh, it makes our job a lot easier in the back end, and I think Miles will also echo it the fact that he loves having you know a talented D line uh, to alleviate some of the pressure on him, um, and I think that's going to help us out tremendously. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the From the Podium podcast wherever you get your podcasts and find more episodes. You can also check out previous episodes on the Cleveland Browns Daily and more podcasts. Be sure to check out all of the Browns' social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com, the Browns mobile app, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash browns, for the latest news and practice recaps from here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea. I'm Jason Gibbs. Thanks for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast.